The Cloudcast is sponsored by Intel Cloud for All, driving the creation of tens of thousands of clouds. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to another episode of the Cloudcast. We're coming to you live from DockerCon here in Barcelona, and we are very near the end. I've got two guys that are tired, but I'm, I'm amazed you guys have the amount of energy that you still do. Um, still uh, trucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cloudcast alumni here. Um, so, so let me in- introduce here. So this goes back to previous DockerCon. Um, DockerCon actually, are, excuse me, Cloudcast 199. I'm tired too. Um, Diogo and Nathan from the security team at Docker. Why don't you guys go ahead and give a quick introduction for the new listeners that weren't around last time, and then we'll kind of dig into some topics from there. Uh, my name is Diogo Monica. I'm the security lead at Docker, and this is Nathan, security director at Docker. We joined in February, so it's been nine incredibly fulfilling months that feel like nine incredibly fulfilling years. <laughs> yeah, I can absolutely believe that. And and so I would I would say everyone, you know, if you want the the cumulative where were you, where we were with Docker and security up until May, um, go listen to 199. And then this will be part two. So we'll talk about everything that's happened since the last time in, in this particular episode and start trying to rehash a bunch of the previous things. Um, it was it was really interesting to me to listen to both the keynote yesterday and today in the fact that security was front and center, uh, I would say, in both keynotes without a doubt. Um, and uh, you even got to do like the cool freeze frame of choking some, like it was actually, it was, it was pretty entertaining little, little demo without a doubt. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, go back and, and, and see the replay of the, the day one keynote. It was pretty funny. Um, but, but if you don't mind guys, give me a quick rundown, um, for those that don't know. So over the past few months, we've been incredibly busy and there's a lot of things that are already in progress when you, when we joined Docker, obviously, but it was really picking up the pace in terms of, um, delivering the security features that the ecosystem was um, er- earning for, essentially. Um, there's been things that I've added to the um, isolation um, isolation cap- capabilities of Docker, but there are things that are essentially looking overall at the whole end-to-end experience of Docker from everywhere, from the beginning when you're building your image and signing it all the way to when you're consuming it and actually running these applications. And so we are incredibly excited at this DockerCon to talk about hardware signing, which is yep. a, an industry first. It is the first time that you actually have hardware-based capabilities and keys stored in hardware to be able to sign your containers yep. and ship them to production. So. Yeah, and, and so we'll dig in for it. So was it you that got to do the Oprah moment, or who got to do the Oprah moment on stage? Yeah, Solomon actually <laughs> tried to do the Oprah <laughs> yes. moment. He was the one that handed out YubiKeys to everyone. I was the one that got to do the freeze frame and right. almost strangle a developer that pushed private keys to get right. out. And so, so what happened is um, uh, there was, you kind of taped under the chair, uh, a hardware, hard, hardware signing key for everyone in the audience, which was actually really cool. Um, so everyone can kind of go do it and play with it. Um, That's right. And it was, it was really fascinating because, uh, you know, it is nice to see that that level of security really brought down to this ecosystem because, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely thought of in the kind of more mature spaces, if you will. But the fact that it's coming to the emerging, emerging technology space so quickly um, was, th- was definitely a good thing. I think the major change here is that people shouldn't use Docker and be concerned about security. 
our positioning is people should come to Docker because of the security features, because they want to be more secure. Yep. That is the fundamental shift from February to November is the fact that people will come now to the ecosystem because it is, because it is the only ecosystem that provides you an integrated experience right. with security. Into yep. And for those that aren't familiar with, with the, the, the hardware key and what it brings, tell everyone kind of the, the user experience, right? Like what, what changes if, if you're using this now? So six months ago, we launched something, an open source product, project called Notary that allows you to have trust over arbitrary collections of data. And it uses a very advanced framework for security called the update framework. Then three months ago, we integrated that into Docker and we launched Docker Content Trust that allows you with Docker to have this security features. And now what we're releasing is we're releasing the ability for you to put the root keys, which are the, king, the, the keys to the castle, let's put it this way, into hardware in a way that you can use them on your laptop, in such a way that malware on your computer cannot steal the key from the hardware and cannot do signatures because you have to prove that you're human by touching the key every time you sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was interesting to me without a doubt. So, so what are some of the other big things that, that we talked about here between yesterday and today? I, so it's actually funny. Yeah, I get to kind of look at each of you in turn and go, wait, you were on the stage yesterday. Nathan, you were on the stage today. Yep. <laughs> so, so tell us about your piece. Sure, sure. So actually, before I, before I move on to day two, I want to go back to another one of the, uh, the, the day one announcements. It's kind of this funny thing where Solomon said, now that we're done talking about security, Let's talk about security. Right. So launch into another security topic, which that one is a, an important one about the, um, the quality of your images or maybe the security of your images. So what we've launched is a project called Project Nautilus. And product, Project Nautilus's goal is to let you know if there is vulnerable software in your container. And so when we decided we wanted to go down and look down this path, um, there's a lot of it prior art in this area and approaches that have been taken. But what we wanted to do is look at it maybe from a new perspective and see if it is different for containers or if we can apply the existing uh, strategies. And it turned out that because of the way containers get built, because of the way our ecosystem has adapted, we've decided to meld our solution into something that works for what our users do. So we really take a bottoms-up approach to starting from basically the first principle of you can put any file into a container. It may have gotten there in any particular way, so you can't rely on any sources of metadata. You just have to look at each individual file that's in the container image itself, and in a bottoms-up way, scan all of those and use um, a series of many heuristics to find any vulnerable pieces of software. So we're looking for known CVEs, known bad configurations, um, basically anything that could lead to someone um, possibly running a vulnerable image. And we want to provide that as a, as a scanning service so that folks running registries uh, either um, on the, the Docker Hub or potentially on their own registries as well have the ability to really know what's in there on a layer-by-layer layer basis and figure out exactly where that vulnerable software may have come from so that they can remediate the situation. Yeah. And to give you an idea of the, the, the power of it, you didn't name names, which is probably a good thing, but but there was it was actually um, I think it was was security vulnerabilities actually found in some existing distros that were that were pointed out and reported back, um, and and that gives you an idea of like it, it isn't just hey taking the existing stuff that's out there and kind of repackaging it. It's actually you guys are actually finding new stuff. Yeah, and in that process, trying to make sure that um, one of the one of the cool things about Docker is the ability to reuse images, and so that. Um, amplifies the use of those containers, but it also amplifies the effect of vulnerabilities. So it's 
extremely important to make sure that the base images, the official images that we um, promote as really good content are free of vulnerabilities. So that's a, a top-level concern for, the, for, for Docker moving yep. forward. Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense. So let's move on to day two. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So day two, we uh, announced a, a number of pretty cool features. The, the first one was that um, we've taken uh, Notary and Docker Content Trust and then integrated that into our trusted registry product. Where the Docker Trusted Registry is a registry that you can run behind your firewall on an, an on-premise uh, scenario if for whatever reason your security or compliance requirements require that you can't uh, use the public Docker Hub. And so we've integrated Notary into that so you can have all the benefits of image signing and provenance within your own environment. Yep. And then in, additionally, we launched a product called the Docker Universal Control Plane. And that has a, a bunch of different features from access control to management of volumes, networks, specifically everything you would want to do with Docker. But then another feature that we wanted to provide to everyone is a first-class way within the control plane to manage your secret data. So this is one of the things that a lot of folks in the industry have been asking for. It's like, how can I get secret data into containers? Yep. The idea is that these are immutable objects, but I don't want to store my secrets along with them. Right. Please provide us a solution. And so we provided a, a, a pretty slick solution that both allows you to put secrets in and then transparently rotate them if yeah. necessary. And I don't think the, you know, the, the, the secrets aspect of the universal control plane I, I thought was overlooked slightly in the keynote because everyone was so focused on the control plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that it had a pretty right. UI. Yeah. Like, and, and everyone was still, you know, because I, I, I was actually surprised that, that that didn't call out more because I, you know, I saw the demo and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's actually really freaking handy. But then I was kind of sitting around and thinking about, thinking about going, well, I think everyone's still just absorbing the fact that there's a control plane. I, mm-hmm. More or less the, the, yeah. the nuances of right. so, the importance of something like that within the control plane. It was plane. almost a one more thing. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> there's, there, there's also a question about maturity of the company, right? And there's very few companies that are at a point where they are ready to jump to a mature secret solution. Um, and what essentially you're giving them is the ability to do that uh, transparently by just using uh, the, the, the control the control plane, right? Yeah, no, that makes it makes absolute sense. Um, and, and where I kind of see this going, and I just w- was wondering, quick comment on you guys is is what are you seeing from the customers that are out there? From a, you know, they're coming and pinging you guys about about security stuff because you know it, it definitely seems like this is setting up to be be an on prem play, not primarily but but certainly a very valid on-prem secure long-term play by docker and, and it seems to be a very conscious effort of really you, you started to see uh, all the pieces finally falling into place and all of the questions finally being answered and and do you first of all do you think that and second of all um you know is there is what is the customer's reaction um throughout the week i'm sure you've had a lot of conversations between yesterday and today i think that's that's an interesting question there is definitely a huge on-prem component because uh, we realize that people want to have their own um their own docker ecosystem within their firewall whether whether they're using public cloud or private cloud, but really they're always a counterpart to the on-prem component with the Docker ecosystem. So in one way, you have your internal uh, way of controlling your containers, but and with the to-do acquisition, you see that integration into um, the, 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 the control plane is the fact that you can also deploy on public clouds. So I wouldn't say that it is a more uh, focused sure. play on inside of yep. the pre- on-prem versus on the cloud. It is actually quite the opposite. It is making sure that the cloud 
cloud becomes a commodity, then it really, at the end of the day, does not matter. Yeah. You could run your secure environment, compliant environment within your private cloud, but all of your public right. stuff on the cloud. Yeah, truly abstracting away any of the infrastructure at this point and also at the same time and having a universal layer of security. Exactly. Security is, uh, is, the, is, is the constant across all of this. Whatever we do, whatever we do, security is not plugged. Security is baked in. So it is part of your cookie. It is not something that you sprinkle on top. Sure. And so it is part of both our on-prem and our cloud um, solutions. And you're going to see this trend coming um, along. You're going to see the Docker Hub having security features that then the Docker Trusted Registry and that the Universal Control Plane and that uh, the other projects are all obviously going to inherit too. Fantastic. All right, guys. Uh, well, we're out of time for today. Um, Diego, Nathan, where can everyone find out more about you guys, more about what's going on? Sure. So um, our, our GitHub projects are one of the best ways to take a look at that. So um, github.com slash docker slash docker is a really good place where we've got a lot of the, a lot of the, the actual work happens there. So folks are looking to contribute. Um, our website is docker.com slash security. There and you can also find us on there. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's good too. <laughs> and it's just our, our names. So Nathan okay. McCauley, Diogo Monica. All right, cool. And I'll put the, uh, the full spellings out in the show notes for you guys. Sounds awesome. Thanks. All right. Um, Diego, Nathan, thank you very much for your time. And everyone, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media. 